Welcome to the Motherland Podcast, a place where you'll learn some conversational Russian and hear some ridiculous stories about our experiences visiting Motherland. I'm Zachary Phillips and I'm here with Marsha. Привет. Привет, Marsha. So, the first time we went to Russia, we decided to do something inherently crazy. Okay. And that was to go for a long, long, long walk <laughs> through the Russian countryside. Oh my God. Yep. Um, in total, we walked how many kilometers? 60. 60 kilometers in two days. Yeah. And the, 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 the point of it, so, so just the backstory, your father's an Orthodox priest. Yeah. And he's um, long read and had this romanticized idea of doing pilgrimage walks. Yeah. They're and pretty cool, actually. They're pretty cool. And we thought <laughs> this would be a lovely idea to join in. Yeah. So we get to Russia, he marries us, and then we quickly go for this pilgrimage walk. Yeah. From... Moscow Central to Lavra. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we ended up doing it in two days. Yep. So 60 kilometers in two days. And it was a experience to say the least. It was an experience. So on my side of things, so, so, so just to, just to give the clarification, can you give a brief overview of what a pilgrimage walk is? So they have these holy places in Russia. Um, and they're usually monasteries, so where um, monks go to live and pray for mm-hmm. their whole lives. Um, and it's so it's Eastern Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, and they they actually have a very active, like monk and nun culture over there. They in Russia. certainly do. Yeah, so that might not be well known. Um, and over here, it's not as active. Obviously, like the immigrants are not that interested in it there's mm-hmm. a few here and there um but in russia there's like full monasteries like chock full like all like everywhere you go so so a monk is someone who's basically renounced most of regular life celibate yeah the so they just... take vows of chastity poverty and obedience um so that's their thing so mm-hmm. they basically they get this call so it's um it's actually called a call so it's like a calling you mm-hmm. know like for a career so their calling for a career is to become a monk or a nun. And a monk is a male and a nun is a female. Sure. Um, and then they actually get um, like a, I don't know what it's called, like an ordination, I think it's called, where they actually go to the church on a, on a day. They've got to like study. They've got to go and become. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Like they, they become, it's called a novice. So it's like a trainee monk or nun. And you, you live there in the monastery for two years and you prove yourself and you like, Clean the floors. You've really got to want to be a nun to be a nun. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I think historically they used to send crazy people there as well because they didn't know what to do with them um, because the mental health systems were maybe not in place. And these days the um, monasteries are like, hey, we don't want your crazy people as well. So you can't go there if you're crazy. You have to prove yourself. So... You actually have to want it, like, for good reason. Um, Yeah, so they actually don't want to live in society. They want a small community where they just pray every day. And they they have their own little communities. And you hear about it in the Buddhist culture, but it's it's quite similar, really. They they pray all day. They they garden. They cook. They, you know, keep the house. And, you know, one guy's job is to do the gardening. Really, religion or God or that sort of devotion. Yeah, yeah. And one so, guy's job is to do the cooking and they pray and... So, yeah. Lavra is a sort of like a city or a town that's got 
it's like it's like a holy city almost in a sense that it's got like a bunch of churches and a bunch of active monks and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like a community. So I think the lava itself, I think that term actually is like a community in a monastery. Okay. And so there's some really well-known monasteries, so some of them get more famous than others. Some of the little monasteries are only small, and some of them become really big and have huge, like, amounts of people coming to visit them all the time because they want to go there and pray. So Lavra is one of them. So so your dad, being an Orthodox priest, mm-hmm. was like, when we were in Australia and I've never been to Russia, he's like, hey, you know what would be cool? Yep. Come for a very long walk, and we're going to do it over three days, but he's like, no, nah, no, nah, let's, let's try for two. Yep. So, two days, and yeah, you just yeah, yeah. went for a so super the, long walk. So, from... the whole walk thing mm-hmm. is, is like, historically, back in the day before you had cars, people did this thing where they would walk to this place. Um, and this, I think there are other lovers. This particular lover is, like, there's a saint called Saint Sergei. So, Serge. I think it's Serge in English. Anyway, so, people would walk there, and they would, like, they would say to each other, I want to go and do this walk. And, you know, it might take three days. It might take four, wherever you're from. So it's like an hour bus ride from Moscow City. So you might live in a town that's five-hour drive. So you might be walking for two weeks to get there. Mm-hmm. And so culturally, that's kind of in their faith, what they so used to do. the idea is, is that as you're walking, your mind's on God and you're just sort of walking there and praying and getting to the destination as, a, as, a, as, an, yeah. act of, as an act of like... Meditation, Meditation almost. Yeah. yeah. And there's obviously, like you said, with other religions like Buddhism, and I think there would be um, like the pilgrimage, the, the, the Muslim pilgrimage to the, to the whole site. Yeah, yeah, like a similar site. Like so we decided to do that. Yeah, so my dad got all romantic about the idea of walking because everybody just drives these days and, mm-hmm. you know, how boring and, and how wouldn't it be fun to bring back the walking tradition? Now, to put this in context, I, I have been um, christened as an Orthodox Christian, but I'm not really practicing in any state. But I'm like, you know what? Walking through the Russian countryside, yeah, I'm pretty meditative. Christian so. curious. Christian curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more spiritual curious, okay. um, and I thought that rushing walking through the Russian countryside would be a lovely experience. Yeah, which it was. It was in a way, but there was other experiences that came along. So it was. I figure we should probably um, get into that. Dive, dive, deep, deep dive into mm, it. Okay. So. How about we just go with some impressions of the walk and some of the, the standout points? Okay. Um, the the first thing was for me when we walked out of like I think we took a train to sort of the edge of Moscow City. Yes. And then from there we walked and and I found that very quickly, like like in Australia, if you go to sort of the edge of Melbourne, you're in suburbia, and then the edge of suburbia, you're sort of in like, but it's all very built up. Very yeah. very quickly, I I saw there was people that were like the houses just deteriorated in quality to a um to a level of like 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 tin roofs and just yep, like little s- wooden huts little shanties yep. and i was i was surprised because i'm like okay it's it's the middle of summer and it was like sort of anywhere from 25 to 32 degrees yeah and i'm like this is fine now maybe yeah but middle of russian winter what is happening They've got electricity, so they'll have heating. Oh, still though, far out. Like, oh yeah, it was just yeah. I was I was I was shocked because like Moscow Central, whilst it's as we've talked about, there are its own issues and stuff. Yeah. It's it's you know it's a it's a modern city. It's, it's built just up. A city, yeah. It's built up, but then you just I've never seen the like within literal maybe five kilometer walking distance. You walk from like a city into 
just and just, woods woodland and yeah. and and all of that. that, yeah. that no, like we'll get to the woodland, but I mean more just the the the, the poverty. The poverty yep. was just just a very quick jump. It was like yeah. city poverty. Yep, that's yep. That's Russia. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of poverty. Yeah, yeah bit, right outside the city. It's, right outside it's the city. terrifying. So the second you walk out the city, so we took a metro train to the outskirts. Of, sort of like to the end of the, the line. The end of the line from the city. So like, mm. say, an hour train ride from the Center. direct central of the yep. city. Um, And then we started walking from there towards the country town. So this St. Serge Monastery is um in a, like a, what do they call it? Like a rural, rural city? Hmm. But it's still in a town. It's like a rural town. But it's a bigger town. Yeah. But in between Moscow and this bigger town... Is nothing. Is just, yeah, straight away into rural um, small houses mm. and poor people and, yeah. Having having walked it, like, you know, like you mentioned the forest, there was... um, There's some amazing forests and amazing places and some of the things we saw. I... I it still holds in my memory. Like yeah. I've been to a lot of different places and visited a lot of places, but literally walking through the countryside. Mm, so beautiful. It was it was amazing. Like it was it was it was beautiful and terrifying and sad. Like there was like a range of emotions, mm. but the act of walking through it made it stick in my brain in a yeah. way that's like like years later, like an image will pop up from that walk. Yeah, I'm like, the same. Like in my mind I've got this image of this long driveway with sort of like a like a farm that had like sort of like wheat or something. I don't know what it was growing, mm. some sort of thing growing. It was just beautiful. Yeah. We walked through some forests yep. and we we were we were heading in a straight line path. And rather than follow the main roads because it was like would have been disgusting and gross, we decided to cut through forests. And Why do things. you think the main roads were disgusting, Zach? <laughs> just no, just walking alongside any no, any highway they, is they gross. They have a lot of pollution down the main roads. We do too. I would. Yeah. Walk, you know, yeah. if you're going to walk through a forest or walk through. A main road, I'll choose Yeah, the so we just day. like awkwardly used our GPS to stay on track. <laughs> well, we hardly stay on track. We came up to this sign and it was this big red sign with a word on there. And I'm like, hey, hey guys, uh, what does that word mean? Do you remember what that word was? Don't enter? Yeah, so it's a, what's the word for don't enter? Or like like stay oh, no out or idea. stay out or something like that? Or like oh, no entry? Oh, that's or... so funny. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, no idea. You knew it at the time. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was clearly a, a clearly marked... Um, no entry sign, yeah, right. which we proceeded to enter, and um, yeah, of course we entered. It's um, and then yeah, we, we of course we entered and we went through, and we were sort of climbing over fences, and we found like a random room of that gated community. Just, yeah, just in the middle of the forest, there's this random gated community, and we're like, hmm. So the gated community thing—that's an interesting thing to talk about. It's kind of, I guess, like a resort place or. Um, I guess we approached it from the back, so it seemed like there was this resort just popped out of this um, forest, but we sort of approached it probably on the back end, and there would have been roads entering it from the other side. Yeah, but it probably was in the middle of the forest as well. No, no, but it might have been, but it felt like, to me, because we, we were all walking, it felt like they've just planted this thing. Yeah. It's like the only way to get to us through this back forest track. I think that um, people have these things, thatchers, they're like... Holiday homes. Yes. And I guess you can just buy an old shanty one, which of course my parents do. You you own a Dacha. Yes, I do. So so this is a We're this trying is an interesting to sell story. It. Yeah, so if anyone wants to buy one, um <laughs> Maria owns a Dacha and we, we on this trip at, at a different day we, we walked we went to this Dacha and it's like a a log cabin mm-hmm. and 
you know, no heating, just this is like mm. scrappy. It's it's very you wouldn't want to stay there, but no. you know, Maria owns it. And the reason Maria owns it, even though she lives in Australia, is because of the remember we talked about the Russian bureaucracy, how it's yes. very in depth. Can you just very very quick if possible overview of why you need to own that Dacia and why your parents couldn't. Because okay. your parents, you didn't want this, did you? No. No. And you, 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 you're, you're the one paying taxes on this Dacia of like a couple of bucks a oh. year. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone's paying, but sure. Um, why do you own the Dacia? Okay, so the Dacia's a holiday home. They've got a holiday home culture over there. Mm-hmm. So everyone that possibly can afford it has this little home that they go to in the summer. They might go spend two months there in the summer. Now, my parents don't use it because they just got it for fun and forgot about it, but... They wanted to buy one and they went to this country town and tried to find one and it's like this little shanty one and it was like five grand and it has no Five grand Aussie. 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 US. Yeah. Aussie, yeah. And um, to go and buy it, you had to like go to the agent, but the agent's like, there's no agent maybe or there's like it's like hearsay you have to like maybe see a sign in a window or you have to like know a guy that knows a guy that's selling one it's this weird so there's like, no central like real estate agency i think there is but i think the guy that owned it maybe wasn't doing that, that that's all fine yeah well, it's all fine, no 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 fine. so but then why do you on. own the data? yeah okay so i'm trying to sort of yeah it's hard to explain so then my dad was like he heard from someone that there was a man that owned a dacha that just through the through the priesthood rumor mill. Mm, I don't know. I need to maybe ask, but maybe could have even been like on the street or <laughs> go to the town and ask at the post office, and they know they know a guy. Sure. And then, and then he went to visit this guy, and I think he just popped over and knocked on his door or whatever. And he was like, and the guy was like, "Yeah, happy to sell it, but not happy to deal with the paperwork and the bureaucracy." Understandably. Um. So I just don't care. And so my dad was like, okay, well, what if I take on the task of um, dealing with the paperwork? And so then the guy was like, fine. So my dad was like, okay, so now I'm the guy dealing with the selling. Now you can't sell it to yourself. So if, (laughs) yeah, and you can't sell it to your own wife. So if you're the guy that's taken on. If you're the eight, so your dad took on the agency role? He must have, yes. Okay, it's okay. very hard to understand. So I think my dad took on the agent, agent role, so to do with legally. So, so your, dad, your dad wanted the Dacha, the guy didn't want to deal with it, so your dad took on the agency role selling that guy's house to you. Yeah, so he had to put my name on all the forms, yeah. Okay, okay. And so he technically, so that man technically sold it to me through my dad. Makes perfect And that's sense. how it had to be done, because there was no, like legal easy way to do it and now my dad wants to sell it and he's going to an agent as you would but you're selling it technically oh well he must be selling it on my behalf does that mean you get to keep the profits or is he (laughs) (laughs) who knows okay so back to our walk okay back walking walking through the forest we found the dacha little dacha village that seems a lot more better than your oh yeah so if you wanted to get a fancy one you might go into a like a Dacha High village. fence security village kind of resort style Which one. Which would probably be good because we would have trespassed through that place if that fence wasn't there. Yeah, of course we would have. Yeah, we yeah. certainly would have. And that's why they've got the fence there. And the signs that we've got. Signs. Yes. It's probably safer there. I think <laughs> that's the kind of thing that my dad and my mum go to visit when they go to the Georgia. And, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Keeps the, yeah. Keep, keep the riffraff like us out of yeah, there. that's right. Okay, so a couple, couple, couple other things that we, we saw in our walk. I remember we saw the biggest snail. Oh, yeah. That was so cute. 
How big do you reckon that snail was? It was the size of like my fist. It was like it was a like I've never seen a snail this big. We're just yeah. walking along. I'm like, look at that, and literally like fist size yeah. shell. This thing was huge. We didn't approach and touch it. We yes, thought we it did. might have. We did. Did we touch we it? We definitely did. We didn't touch it, did we? We definitely approached. I feel like we touched it. I don't know. I don't know if I would have wanted to touch we it. We definitely took a photo at least. Yeah. Anyway, apparently it's a breed. It's just a different breed. What? Ne- new, new, new idea. Yeah. Next time we're in Russia. Yep. You take one of those. Okay. You put it in your pocket. No. Back <laughs> yeah, the snail. Yuck. Just in your pocket. Disgusting. <laughs> you put like a little box sit on it accidentally. <laughs> oh, no, no. We'll just... <laughs> Put it in your pocket and make oh, sure. Oh, dear. No, actually, no, no. Better plan, better plan. Mm, okay. We'll get our three-year-old son to smoke. Oh, I love it. That's like a bugger. I love it. Because then he gets in trouble, not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was the massive snail. I remember walking down a, um, we sort of, we randomly found a train track and then we were walking to, like on the train tracks for ages. Oh, yeah. 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 There's there a lot that went on. By the end of the first day. We, we, we told the um the place we we're going to stay in that we we're going to get there at, like, say, 7.30. Yeah. We overshot that by 10.30, and they're, like, calling us, like, guys, like, we want to go home. Like, where are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finally got there. I was so wrecked and so sick. I, I literally said to you guys, like, I can't, I can't yeah. do this again. So we booked accommodation. We booked accommodation. Yeah, so we're going to stay the night and keep going. Stay at the, the resort, actually. Yeah, yeah, but by the time we got there, I was so done from just hours of walking. I think yeah. that first day we walked maybe... 14. Maybe 14 hours. Yeah, just for sure. We did 14. Just wa- walking 14 hours. Because like, we did all that loopy stuff, going through the forest and... Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely 14. However, like, and this is one of the things, like, I, I, I literally, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, like, I'm I'm bedridden. Like, I'm done. I've never... This is ridiculous. Yeah, wow. In the morning, I was able to get up and go again. Yeah. And it was... It, I was I was shocked. It, it was... It felt very, um... I don't know, <laughs> miraculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, given the um, given the, uh, the the context of the walk that I was able to get back up and yeah. and go again because I was I'm like I'm done. This is I've what the hell. Yeah, quite often if you endeavour on a task like that, you find the strength. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did, and it was lovely. I'm so glad I did. It's 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 one of those memories that is going to stick with me, and I think um, we should do another sort of pilgrimage walk somewhere. Oh, sure. We'll do the um, the the Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's- yeah, we'll definitely do another one. Do another one. Mm. The the other memory of this walk that stuck out to me, we were walking past a fruit cellar that had a bunch of watermelons on the side of the road. Oh yeah, yeah. And this random guy starts comes up to me and he starts like yelling at me something. Okay. And I'm like, what what's, what's going on? Because like right back then I could speak even less Russian than I could possibly speak yeah. now. And this guy's just yelling at me. And your dad comes up, yells at him, and hands him like a like a bunch of money. And then we just storm off super quick. So what from that I got was that this guy's demanding money from me and your dad's like, just to shut him up, gave him, I'm not sure how much he gave him. So I think he wanted you to buy his phone. Buy his phone? I can't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the phone. Yes. I think this guy saw weird looking foreigners Mm -hmm. walking through his shanty poor town, uh, which we obviously took that risk because we um, had you, the martial artist. No, I'm joking. I have no idea what. We, We just, you know. We were like, oh, we'll be right. Well, we didn't have a son then. We didn't have a son then. Um, anyway, this guy, I think, was just being an opportunist and he was like, I'm going to sell these guys my phone because I want money. I want to have some money. And, and he comes up and he goes, I want you to buy my phone. And there's a little bit of an understanding, I guess, that like these guys can turn violent because if they've got it yes. in their head that they want money and you're not giving it to them, it's 
I guess can be likened to a little bit of a um, robbery, like a little theft kind of thing. Mm. It's kind of like I want you to give him some money. But he's trying to say it in a nice way and he's saying, I want you to buy my phone. But my dad was like, if I give you, and then whatever he said, I don't know if it was like um, the equivalent of $5 or maybe the equivalent of $20. I'm not sure. I think it was more than $20, Mark. Yeah, fine. I can't remember. But he said, if I give you um, this amount of money, will you go away? Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah. And he did. Yeah. It's it's like a, you bribe them. You bribe them to go away. And that's what they want. They want the money anyway. So they're like, yes. So what you're saying is, is we encourage this guy to do that again in the future. Well, what are we going to do? Punch him in the head? He might have had a knife. He, he might have had friends. He probably had yeah, both. <laughs> you don't do any of that. You pay and we were, we were working through Russia, so... Yeah, it's like when you hear when you go to Asia and they say to you, if you ever get stopped and the police tell you that you've done something wrong, you say, I want to pay the fine now. And you just give them the money and you just walk away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Except it's not the police. This is just a random yeah. one cell. Yeah, racketeers or whatever you call them. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we get to Lavra and... We explore the churches there, and it's, yep. it's a church place. Yeah. And um, pretty uneventful when we got there, really. Yeah, just a bunch like, of churches. Just a bunch of churches, and, and yeah, just, just and... typical orthodoxy churches. Oh, yeah. oh like, great impression. It's, 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 it's riveting. Um, and there's some relics there. There's so certainly church. relics. Um, so we did that. Yeah, and then that's pretty much it. And we caught a bus home. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. It was great. It, it was I, interesting. What I took from it was walking walking the streets and walking as opposed to driving like it's a, such a different feel yeah i love with, it with travel like i am um, when we went to japan um so so last time we went to russia we went to japan and then russia i wanted to do a similar thing and we knew we were mm. going to be able to do something similar in russia so i'm like okay well i'll use the um i climbed mount fuji yeah and i use that as a sort of pseudo pilgrimage thing in the sense of sort of used as a, as a meditation and a similar mm. approach and like there's just something lovely about just using your body and walking through a place mm. as opposed to just driving and seeing the sights yeah. and sort of driving, stopping, driving, stopping. It's sort of, you don't get a feel for like, it's like, oh, this is a random, amazing place. Mm. And then you wait a bit. Oh, this is another random, amazing yeah. place. But if you walk there, if you take that journey, oh, it's so good, it's right? It's so good. I love it. All right. Let's, let's go to some Russian words. Um, we, we, we don't know keep out. That's okay. Um, does doesn't matter. Just go through because there's no one guarding the sign. <laughs> Maybe it's Nevhadits, not to come in. Yes, yeah, yeah. Nev Nevhadits. Nevhadits, not I to come in. I might have to get back to That's that. That's okay. We can. There, there's other stories that mm, we will know. We'll, we'll come back to that word. What about <laughs> um, watermelon? Yeah, watermelon. Arbus. Arbus. Mm-hmm. Ar, ar, arbus. Arbus. Um, walk. Walk. Oh, they've got all different words. Like to walk is hadiths. Idiom? Idiom is like let's go or we're going. Okay. Um, Idiom hadiths? Yeah, that's a good let's one. Let's go walking. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, church? Tzerkov. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone's mugging you <laughs> and you want to give them money to go away... Let's just go through some of those words. Okay. Um, um, how would you, can you just say like the sentence? If I give you this money, will you go away? That's a lot of words to say. Um, what's the word for money? 
you got to say V, by the way, if you're telling your mugger that you're going to give them $5. V. Oh, they're a V, are of they? Of course they are. They're, they're, they're a, a stranger. High, they're a higher status than you. Not higher. They're um, a stranger. So you start with V you, with strangers. So what, you wouldn't say Perle the Amna the to, to the mugger, no. To the mugger, no. no you just wouldn't. let them mug you and yeah. give them the money. Mm-hmm. What's the word for money? Dingy. Dingy. That's my favourite word. What, what, Don't just say, I'm going to give you money. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to give you an exorbitant figure. You have to you have to offer $5. Okay. You, know? <laughs> you have to haggle a little. Haggle, haggle. Do you want to give them enough money to make it not worth robbing you? Yeah. But enough to, like, find that find that middle ground, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. I'm sorry. Dingy is one of my favorite words because when Maria told me about it, I'm, I'm listening to Russian music as a way to um, learn how to speak Russian. Yeah. Because I, I, I was speaking to a lady online and I'm like, how, you know, she speaks multiple languages. I'm like, what what tips can you give me? And she's like, listen to Russian music. Such a good idea. And 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 she's not wrong, like because you just hear the phrases and the turns and and the more yeah. the more words I learn and the more words I listen, like I, I learned I learned the word. Um, University, university, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, something like that, and Perfect. a couple of other words. Um, so so as I was listening to to songs, they randomly started. They randomly are saying words that I now know because as I'm learning them, so the songs, the meaning yeah. of the songs are unlocking. So anyway, back to Dengi. I decided to download a bunch of Russian rap and like sort of trap <laughs> and um, hardcore and all of these sort of songs, and of course the rappers are all talking mm, about money. Dingy. So they're like, they're like Russian, 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 dingy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Bitches <laughs> and, and money. And it's, yeah. it's, um, it's, it's, it's always hilarious because it's, it's, it's when you get one word that stands out in a bunch of many. So it just makes you laugh. Dingy. Yeah. So if your if your Russian mugger is asking you for dingy, you say, here you go. I suppose. I mean, I think that's the only time it's ever happened because we went in the evening through a poor town and, you know, all of those sort of things, standing out like a sore thumb in the middle of a highway. So so I was dressed as a foreigner because, you know, I am a foreigner. You're a smallish lady and your dad's an Orthodox priest wearing his Orthodox priest garb. Yeah. So we, we, we weren't inconspicuous. No. Walking around. Russian towns, were yeah. we? No. <laughs> we probably could have hidden it a bit better. <laughs> could have dressed ourselves down a bit. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. So, yeah. Um, with, with Without further ado, um, I do strongly encourage you to... Go to Russia on a tour. Go to Russia for the tour. <laughs> tour. Um, you could go on a walking tour through St. Petersburg. Absolutely. Um, side note uh, to all of this. You've said to me that the only places we're ever visiting in Russia are Moscow and St. Petersburg. Yeah. And anything else we just don't visit. I wouldn't. Um, one of the... I, I'm a... Oh, look, I'm sure it's beautiful, but you you see most of it in Moscow and St. Petersburg. What's what's your feelings of, like, the, 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 the Dagestani sort of... those sort of areas? Because I'm, I'm a UFC supporter. I train martial arts, and one of the top guys at the moment mm. is from those areas. And Dagestan, yeah. You were not surprised that he's a absolute killer oh, in the ring. They're in a what do they call it? A crisis state, aren't they? They it's, yeah. yeah the, the the um the the warnings are like do not go here unless yeah, you absolutely have to. They're absolutely unsafe. You know, I mean, it's one thing if you're a local and you got brought up that way and you know your way around the streets, but. Yeah, and you I know. think that's 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 the thing. Like, it's it's there, there's such a divide of local knowledge. Like, you can speak the language, but you have no idea what's going on. I can't um, speak their language. Well, no, I mean in Russia, but like, oh like, yeah, you, yeah, you can speak Russian language, but 
you'll stand out because you don't know the local culture or the local yeah, etiquette. Absolutely. Even, even though you were born there, even though you can speak the language, yeah. you still got to play it smart and no matter where you travel. Yeah, and if I go, even even though I know Russian, if I go to a smaller town that's not Moscow and St. Petersburg, I stand out like a sore thumb straight away. They can see I have an accent and they're like, look at this foreigner that knows Russian. Even I can't fit in, let alone somebody that doesn't know Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's a bit of trouble. <laughs> look, I'm sure if you'd go, you'd be fine. I've heard of people going and they were fine. But... Oh, many people go and most are fine. Yeah, exactly. Some are. Yeah. Yeah, some are. <laughs> <Most> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. Um, so... If you're enjoying the podcast, um, please chuck us a review. And um, if you do review it and you've got a story about Russia, either through you or through someone else, chuck it on that review. And um, eventually we'll get around to doing a uh, reading out of those reviews and mm. other people's Russian stories episodes. Um, if you want to connect with us, you can do so via uh, my social media at Zach P. Phillips or on through my website, Zachary-Phillips.com. And Maria is still getting around to making the hashtag I love Putin uh, social media, but we're still struggling. I'm starting to doubt how much you love Putin. (laughs) I really am starting to doubt that. I love him very much. So why haven't you made the the, the social handle yet? I don't know if I love him enough to make a social handle. Maria, you sort of have to. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's do it. Let's actually do it. we don't want to be... Nice. We love love Putin. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Catch up. Bye. Do svidaniya. Do svidaniya.